Wake up and be amazing and grab your daily dance. I am Dane, and welcome to Think and Be Fit, where our mission is to make healthy the norm through education, motivation, and empowerment, leading to lifelong independent living. I had an epiphany. The epiphany was, or the epiphany is, that just writing about fitness in the same rhetoric that's been out there forever and ever and not moving the needle isn't getting it done. So what I need to do, or how I can move the needle, how I can educate, motivate, empower you, the listener, to act, to share, to grow, to dream, to dream big, to dream often, to dream out loud, and to share my stories. Why is maybe my life interesting at over 50 years old and what kind of crazy crap runs through my head so that I can do Destination NOLA and live a great story, which I'm going to share today. Why redesigning fitness with a mindset mentality first, what you believe you will achieve, you change your mindset, you can change your life. So why and how can we use fitness as a cornerstone for change to live a great story. So thank you for joining me. Thank you for allowing me to have the shout outs to our amazing bold campers. Thank you for coming here to think, to invest in yourself, to think in yourself. So what is the epiphany? It's time for me to share my stories, my dreams, to write them, to speak them, to share them. So that you may see yourself, family, or friend in the stories that I share. Look, I've made poor decisions. I've made great decisions. I leave my clothes on the floor when the laundry basket is only a few feet away. I don't call my mom as often as I should. I don't always want to exercise even though I know it's ultimately one of the most important things that I can control today. That I can quantify immediately. I either did it or I didn't. I drink way too much coffee. Although I'm not sure that's really possible. I don't tell those I love them, I love them enough. I don't have the type of relationship I dreamed of with my now adult children. But I'm just like you. I wake up every day, I have challenges every day. I'd love to sit with you and share a cup of coffee, have a cold drink, and hear your dreams. I'd love to share my dreams. I'd like to know what scares you. I'll share with you what scares me. I want you to know It's okay to be afraid, but you can't let the fear stop you from dreaming big, dreaming often, and dreaming out loud. I want you to know it's okay to let tears roll down your face. All emotions are good. They just don't feel good. I want you to know that sometimes life is hard. Sometimes it's damn hard. But that you will be rewarded in the end. I want you to know that you have a story and there's somebody out there that needs to hear it. Let's join together and do some epic shit and change the world with high fives, handshakes, and smiles. Wake up and be amazing, and thank you for listening to Think and Be Fit with me, Trainer Dane, and grabbing your weekly, monthly, or daily Danish, depending on what you're doing and how long you are doing it. It has been a while since I've published a podcast. It's just like anything in life. You think that it's going to be one day, you think it's going to be two days, And all of a sudden you realize it's been almost three weeks since you've done a podcast. As a partner trainer with CG, Camp Gladiator, one of the things we do is we do five-week cycles. So we call them camps. They're actually 10 camps per year. And we are now in what is called Bold Week. 
as we are a day or two days um, past Super Bowl 53, and we're about to finish up. And Bold Week is designed for all of our campers who've made the commitment to be bold, to go bold, and live boldly. So it's our membership program. But we want you to know that you are a bold and amazing person by making that choice. And I believe now, I know now, that with the podcast, every about five weeks, I want to give major shout-outs to certain levels of accomplishment from going bold, from making that choice, from what we call bolding up. So you check in at camp, either on your phone or the trainer iPad, and we record and reward you for showing up. So from check-in one to check-in a thousand and beyond. And there are certain markers that are big moments, that are big moments, from reaching bronze level, which is 50 check-ins, to reaching silver level, which is 100 check-ins, plus two referrals. So I want to go through, first off, and say congratulations to the following CG campers who regularly come and attend my camps in and around South Central Texas and New Braunfels and Seguin for bolding up this particular camp. So congratulations, Rachel Fuchs, Shauna Baker, Katie Kaufman, Don Lawler, Misty Smith, Brother Virgil Hamilton, Joe Faust, Jeannie McCullough, Candace McInnes, Tammy Bridges, and Amanda Kazmarek. Amanda, I really hope I pronounced your name right. Those are major accomplishments. And I will tell you, when people walk over to the iPad and they ask me to take a picture of their bold level achievement and it comes up and says how many check-ins they have, I see tears roll down many campers' faces because they're achieving something they set their mind out for and they did it and they didn't let them stop them. Does it mean it was easy? No. Does it mean it was hot? Yes. Does it mean it was cold? Yes. Does it mean the workout was hard? Yes. But they kept coming. And one of the many rules of Danish is that goal-oriented people find ways and to go with goal-oriented people. So each one of these level up campers. Congratulations for achieving your goal. Don't let it stop here. Set the next level goal. Check in tomorrow. Give me a high five. Show up. Wake up and do the best you can each and every day. Once again, congratulations each one of you for bolding up in Camp One of Camp Gladiator. Oh, and the shout outs continue. One of our campers, Didi, mentioned the other day that each and every day at CG we celebrate achievements. We have a celebration. So many people don't have an opportunity to be surrounded by people that are going to give them a high five, support them, pick them up, and move them along and tell them congratulations for being an amazing human being and being part of our community. So the next shout outs go to our brand new Bold Campers. This list is pretty long and I'm super excited about it. From Kendall Brewster, Bianca Lopez, Sandy D.R. D. Bartola, sorry, Sandy, Laura Revis, Angie Smith, Nicole Archer, Rebecca Ray, Daniel Gris. I hope I pronounced that right, Danielle, Maria Gutierrez, Rebecca Bishop, Sheila Ramirez, Stephanie Pekarek, I asked her, she told me, Pekarek, Stephanie Pekarek, there you go, thanks, Steph, thanks for hanging on, Brooke McDowell, Jessica Hernandez, Crystal Ayers, congratulations for joining the CG community, making yourself a priority, and again, learning and understanding and building that notion that the biggest ROI, return on investment you are ever going to have is when you invest in yourself. So be sure to get your 60 Minutes of Amazing, set a goal. We're about to launch Camp 2 of 2019. Ladies and gentlemen, 
How many chickens will you get this camp? Share with me. Congratulations, you new bold and amazing campers. Our final shout outs to Complete Camp One are for our campers who chose CG Fit. CG Fit, these campers had access to a registered dietitian, in body testing, a CG Fit test, which is going to challenge you physically, five continuous activities, 60 seconds apiece, nonstop. And the goal and challenge is do it during week one and get better by week five. And get a minimum of 12 CG check-ins. So from John Albert, Christine Mullen, Rose Castillo, Christy Hewitt, Misty Smith, Chris Smith, Yvonne Jimenez, Virgil Hamilton, Amanda Kazmarek, Melanie Brown, Corey Cochina, Lori Baker, Ashley Rosbach, Joe Faust, Tammy Bridges, Jessica Castro, Anne Marie Berger, Amber D. Wood, Brenda Y. Hunter, Narda Martinez, Don Lawler, Anna Norman, Dallas Riley, Rondi, Rhonda Jubla, and Margaret Hamilton. Congratulations on again committing to yourself, starting 2019 on the right foot, and crushing CG Fit. Destination NOLA. So it starts out, you know, we've got to load the car, and it's always more than we think it'll be, but we try to be minimalist. So we're heading from our home in Texas to New Orleans with a pit stop in Lafayette. We decided, and ultimately we were going to just almost do a turnaround, drive the 400 plus miles from our home to New Orleans, spend one night and come back, which we've done before. And then we started and we researched Airbnb and we found a place in Lafayette, Louisiana, which would only put us a couple hours from New Orleans. We wouldn't have to get up, you know, at our regular 3.30 in the morning to ultimately be there by about noon to enjoy the day and meet people and talk to people and sing and dance and experience just the good-hearted people of New Orleans. So we found a quaint little Airbnb for tax title and license of just over 50 bucks. We thought, you know what? Let's do it. And it calls itself a little dollhouse. And Jean Benjamin was our gracious host who also hosted a happy hour. So we arrived about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. When we're on the road, I don't worry about it. Look, if I've got to use the restroom, I'm going to go. If I want to stop and get a cup of coffee, I'm going to stop and get a cup of coffee. If there's some crazy historical marker that just kind of sparks my interest, then I'm going to go. One of the reasons that we want to take care of ourselves is so that we can do these things, so that we're physically capable of, mentally capable of researching, walking, hiking, talking experiencing, capturing with our own eyes. We literally didn't post much on Facebook or any other um, social media because we wanted to take it in. We did take pictures, which you can find at daneboyle.com, which gives a picture representation of what we did and perhaps who we met. So we decide, again, we arrive up between four and five, happy hours at five and downstairs and... Um, the dollhouse is just gorgeous. Apparently, the duchess who lived in it, there's a story, was only five foot one and she didn't leave the little apartment for over 30 years. And when you read about John Benjamin's Airbnb, it says if you're tall, it might not be the right place. And sure enough, man, the ceilings are angled and I have my ball cap on and bam, I knocked my head and I just had to laugh a little bit. But the the furniture was antique. It wasn't a Hilton. It wasn't what I consider so much of what we live in today where it's super generic, 
Like I always want to be safe and safety is always first, but I want to have an experience, something that I can talk to people about and know that I got to talk to the people of the area, which is why we love Airbnb from staying in San Francisco to DC to the Texas coast and now in Lafayette, Louisiana. So we go downstairs. Jean has some homemade sangria for us. His stepson is out there. His future bride is out there sitting in the hammock. And it's kind of funny because she's a little thing and she couldn't get out of the hammock. So we had to help her get out of the hammock. So it started with a chuckle. He just welcomed us, poured the sangria. We sat out back. He told stories and he wanted to share his love for his town. He wanted us to understand the Cajun Arcadiana culture. He wanted us to understand the historic district that we sat in. He wanted to send us to Gator Bait to go to dinner, which was a down-home restaurant with blue and white checkered tablecloths. And it was super loud, super busy, and a little bitty bar that had Yingling and a couple, maybe Blue Moon and a couple other beers. They had a bunch of libations that they named after some sort of Cajun folklore and the crawfish was coming out by the heaps. But we were the only two at happy hour. Jean took out his accordion and sang us songs and told us about the histories of the history of the songs. Told us about his musician friends. Took out, you know, one of those little guidebooks that you can pick up at any like local gas station and doodled in it from the higher uh, upscale homes the French homes that have been there for a hundred years to the brand new D.R. Horton homes to the growth as we talked about how Camp Gladiator is expanding into Lafayette um, sometime in 2019. But it started off, number one, we walked up the stairs and they're kind of rickety, but the view was great. And then the furniture, when we opened the door, just took us back in time to a time long before Tanya and I were on earth and you knew there was a story even when you sat on the throne, there was a little story about the Duchess. And let me tell you, it's the smallest potty I've ever seen in my entire life. And so we had to laugh. We had to go go the entire time. But then going downstairs and having an experience for 60 minutes of a man who obviously loves what he, what he does. He's been a restaurateur. He's been a musician. His family had bed and breakfast, and he wanted to continue that tradition. And so he set the tone. And we drove around Lafayette and we just kind of smiled. Look, it's not the most picturesque place in the world. It's not super duper sterile. It is different. It has a personality and there are stories to be told. And that, my friends, is what road tripping and experience and living a great story is all about. I highly recommend going to visit Jean Benjamin in Lafayette, Louisiana. Be sure to tell him Trainer Dane and Tanya sent you. Destination NOLA, baby. So we rolled into New Orleans about 10.30 a.m. And we knew our first stop was with the Avenue Pub on St. Charles. We discovered this local watering hole several years ago running the Rock and Roll New Orleans Half Marathon. And there were people out there throwing beads and yelling and high five and enjoying the libations. And it was not even 10 o'clock. We thought it just looked like a cool place. As you walk down St. Charles, the Spanish moss hangs from the beautiful old trees. And we came back and we have gone back every single time. And it didn't matter that it was before noon. This was our mini jaunt. And we were going to grab some pub food while we were there too. So it wasn't very busy. 
we found two seats. There was a, a gentleman in his probably mid-60s, later to find out his name was Denny, and um, sitting there enjoying a cup of coffee and some dark-colored liqueur that just looked inviting and that it could tell its own story. So as we pulled up to the bar, when you sit, this place has been around a while. There are lots of stories here. But the taps are pretty non-distinct. So mostly handwritten um, paper stuck on the tap that tells you it's beer A, B, C, or D. And my guess is when the bartenders are really, really busy, they better know where they are from left to right in order to get the beers, the suds, to the patrons. So Tanya and I had listened to several podcast episodes of a podcast we've discovered called Extra Pack of Peanuts. And it's a travel podcast, and they do one um, about Austin, so we listened to that. They did a Best Beers review of 2018, so of course we listened to that. And we must really be beer nerds because it was about 90 minutes. Of course, we're on the road, and the stories that the husband and wife team told were just captivating. It was about experiences, not necessarily just the beer. But they continually talked, and maybe they were talking directly to me, about hazy IPAs. And I was like, you know, most of the IPAs I've had and enjoy are what they call West Coast style IPAs. So I thought, I'm going to see if Avenue Pub has a hazy, lazy New England style IPA. So again, I sit up there and, you know, I'm trying, I look, we're taught to read left to right. And the, the bar, uh, woman behind the bar, her name is Sydney, 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 Sydney. And she's got her maroon trucker hat says Tejas beer which is at Alpine Texas we connect to find out that she had lived in Texas she knew exactly where New Braunfels Texas was we explained about the podcast and where we were and what we were doing and you know she gave us a high five and welcomed us and she said you know what do you like and I said well I want a hazy um, New England style IPA and I want it to be as local as possible and so she told me she just turned around grabbed a pint glass and said this is from Parish, a brewery right here, right here in Louisiana. And here is your hazy, lazy IPA. It was tropical, it was fruitful, and it was easy and smooth, and it was delicious. I wish I had stopped on the way out at a local um, beer mart, I guess, to see, because I see now on the website that it is bottled, but it just gives us another reason to go and visit. I don't recall what Tanya had, but Tanya always wants something dark and coffee and aromatic. And we just literally sat there. Not only, one of the reasons I think we enjoy coffee and beer is because it's the stories that get told. It's the experience that's had, right? I'm not, in our town, you float the river, you've got a a six-pack or 12-pack of Keystone Light, and you're just kind of drinking the beer. But these beers are to truly be savored and enjoyed with stories and experiences. So later, you know, Cindy goes and takes a break, and Billy comes up, and he's got a long beard. It's got some gray in it. And to find out that he was an Army veteran, and so as a vet and a former dependent, we connect, we talk. Next thing I know, Billy and I are talking beers. We're talking travel stories, old war stories, so to speak. And there's little bitty tasters of all these different beers as he wants us to truly experience what the avenue pub has to offer it was great so we knew you know it's early in the morning and the ipas and the stouts are going to have a little bit more alcohol than your traditional you know budweiser and and bud light type beer so we've got to get some food and we know at this point look we're not here today to worry about having the healthiest choices we just want amazing 
liquid choices, and food choices. So I go over and I order this. It looks like a patty melt with goat cheese and, and mushrooms and, and bacon and, it, I mean, homemade french fries. And it's just delicious, delectable barf. It is not something I would want every day. It's not something my body could take every day because even in Extra Pack of Peanuts, I can't remember the host's name off the top of my head. I'll get that in a future episode. But he talks about going out and experiencing all the beers. And he realized that he's got to be pretty careful because he started putting on weight. And that's exactly what could happen to us if we did this every single day. But the plate of food, which we split, and the entire time we were in New Orleans, we split food. We didn't eat all that often, I guess. But every time we ate to make sure with the cocktails that we're having that we're able to walk a straight line was that we shared the food. And the first choice we had with our hazy Ghost in the Machine IPA for me and Tanya's dark, dark, rich coffee and chocolate porter was this patty melt with goat cheese and bacon and mushrooms and delicious french fries. So I highly recommend sitting at the Avenue Pub meeting Sydney, talking to Billy. And it, look, it's one of those things I want to talk about, but we almost don't want to talk about. But it's open 24 hours a day. There's always a story, and there's always a bar stool waiting for you. Oh, I can't leave the Avenue Pub without talking about Tanya's most prized um, souvenir of the weekend. And she was able to land one of the prized, handmade... Mug Club Avenue Pub Mugs. It's green. It's got a big handle. It's got a bottom to it. I don't even know how to describe it. But I was reading on the website. It says, have you seen some pub patrons with a handmade beer mug? Well, they're part of the Mug Club. We didn't know anything about it. But as we looked around, we saw people come in and pouring them. And the bartender, Sydney and Billy, said, yeah, they get bigger pours. But there's a very limited way to do it. And Tanya said, well, how do you do it? And she did it. And she landed her own homemade Avenue Pub one-of-a-kind mug. It's anywhere from 19 to 24 ounces because they're individually made. And the next time we go back, she's going to take it and fill it up and talk to the bartenders, talk to the patrons, and begin to share stories. And on our first day back from NOLA this morning, I noticed as she walked into the bedroom, she had it filled with her favorite cup of coffee. So every day, every time she picks up that mug, she'll think back to the day or days we've spent meeting, greeting, talking, and sharing our stories and hearing stories of great, amazing people from across the world. As we did, as we sat there, there was a a man from South um, Africa. There were a bunch of Brits. I mean, there were our former Texans that sat on the bar stools with us that had floated our rivers, that had traveled, and that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. So if you're lucky enough to land one of these homemade mugs, cherish it, be careful with it, and take it back to the Avenue Pub and share your story. Great job, Tanya. There's nothing better than having a smile, being polite, and talking and asking and doing what is asked of you in order to get your Avenue Mug. Avenue Pub Mug Club Mug. Say that three times fast. Score. I think we could have stayed here all day. Had we stayed at the St. Charles place, which we learned about, I think we might have just stayed here, gone back to the room, taken a nap, and done a bang-bang, and gone for both breakfast and dessert. But we didn't. 
So we got some waters. We hung out for a while. We ate our food. It was time to see if we get a little early check-in at the Royal Sinesta right on Bourbon Street where the last two times we have stayed there, Mrs. B has just been all over the internet looking for hot wire deals, Expedia deals, last minute hotel deals, and crush the price point at this amazing on Bourbon Street hotel. So we valet parked, and I believe that's all they've got, so you don't have a choice. And that is one thing when you go to NOLA, you better be ready to pay for parking because it's limited. So we get checked in and just got kind of freshened up. I was like, okay, well, let's embark on the journey of Bourbon Street to see what's going on. It's Super Bowl Sunday. We see shirts that say, go G-E-A-U-X to hell, get Roger Goodell, because the New Orleans fans know that they got ripped off on a non-call, keeping them from the Super Bowl. So, so many of the local bars were not showing the Super Bowl. As a matter of fact, we didn't watch one minute of the Super Bowl. And apparently we didn't miss much, but we didn't know. But when in Rome, so to speak, so when in NOLA, that is just what we were going to do. So we walk along the street. We see these beautiful, fancy French doors. We snap a little selfie, take a picture. We go by Court of Two Sisters, which is one of our friend's favorite places there. Snap a picture. Tanya's like, well, if we're here, I want a hurricane. So we go to Pat O'Brien's. We just walk up to the outside bar. It's pretty busy. I mean, they're already pre-made. You throw your money on the on the bar, you, they give you your change, you leave the tip right there, you walk out with your plastic glass cup, and you start walking the street. And we go to Jackson Square, and we see the beautiful architecture, and I don't know, there's just something, it's just so lively. I know it's probably super touristy, but it makes us smile. We love to read the historical markers, and we walk with our drinks, and we just enjoy the moments. That's it. It's a beautiful day, we're in short sleeves, we've got our sunglasses on. Life could be one hell of a lot worse. So I don't even know how long it was until we actually made the next stop. But um, sometime kickoff is about 5.30ish Central Standard Time. So and we only know that because they were showing the puppy bowl on, on a bar screen. And we walk in and uh, we decide to go to Crescent City Brew House. They, their oysters just look delicious. And we roll up to the outside bar we did not have a very good experience at a place beforehand which ultimately put us here we were not really really happy we won't shout out but you know if you're in the service industry i get it it's the same stuff over and over everybody's probably a little tipsy and maybe people are rude and maybe you didn't get the best tip but you never know who's sitting in front of you and this young man just was not very happy and we tipped our bartender and we said, thank you, but just cancel our food. And we went down and the food we had at Crescent City was delicious. The young man that shucked our oysters shared a story about learning how to shuck oysters at nine years old. And he's probably still a kid. He's probably in his late teens. But he made it an experience and let us join in on these huge, ginormous Gulf Coast oysters. We ordered this crawfish risotto, which is piping hot. We shared it all. And we just talked and laughed. And, and the server here behind the bar knew that we had to have a great experience. He made sure we had fun. He made sure he talked to us. He made sure that, and we took care of him at the end. And it was awesome. So again, we've been up super early. We know we're not going to stay up super late. We decided to get dessert. And we walked down, because from Crescent City Brew House to Cafe de Mans not far. It's early evening. We get a table, I get in line, 
and we just kind of played almost like Lady in the Tramp with one of the beignets. Is we kind of Lady in the Tramp? They they share the spaghetti strand and they end up kissing at the end. Well, that's what we did with our powdered sugar French donut, our chicory coffee. By that time, when we were done, the sun was down. We walked back to the hotel, and I bet we were in bed by nine o'clock. We crashed. We don't get enough sleep. It's one of the things on our mission is to make sure at home now we're not watching TV when we go to bed. When we go from the living room to the bedroom, it's night-night time. Because health is not just physical movement. It's not just the food and the fuel you put in, but it's rest and recovery. And that's the one big thing that we know that we lack because we get up at 3.30 in the morning most days of the week. We don't go to bed till about 10 which leaves a lot of hours that we're up and moving and thinking and dreaming and helping and coaching and encouraging. So look, we had a great, great time. There's, there'll be a link in the podcast notes to the blog post, which I think will have more and have links to each of the beers that we loved, to the places we stayed, to the things, things we saw, because we want to help you be healthy and well, think and be fit, and live a great story. Destination NOLA, our first official destination of 2019. Destination San Francisco, March of 2019. Thank you for waking up and being amazing and grabbing your daily Danish at Think and Be Fit. Where it is our mission to make healthy the norm through education, motivation, and empowerment, leading to lifelong independent living. Your trainer challenge today is to go to your favorite podcast app and leave a review of Think and Be Fit. The more reviews, the more eyes and ears will be on Think and Be Fit, where together we can make healthy the norm. To learn more about Trainer Dane and join the mission to make healthy the norm, go to daneboyle.com. Now go out and be amazing today.